Welcome to Positive Adoption, where you can find adoption, foster care, and trauma-informed parenting all in one place. I'm Kathleen Guire, your host, mother of seven, four through adoption, former National Parent of the Year, author, teacher, and speaker. But more than any of those things, I'm a parent just like you. I know what it's like to raise kiddos from hard places. I used to feel as if I were the only one struggling, and because I felt that way, I isolated myself. I don't want you to feel alone in your parenting journey. So grab a cup of coffee and join me for Positive Adoption, a coffee break podcast. Hi, Kathleen Guire here. Welcome to Positive Adoption. This week, we're going to talk about your parenting strengths. I think this one is super important because in our culture, we're kind of taught as parents that we should only talk about our weaknesses or we don't really have any strengths or we just don't talk about them. But if you go to a job interview and you're asked the question, you know, what are your strengths? I kind of fumble around sometimes. And it wasn't until years ago, I read one of Holly Girth's books. And I can't even remember which one it was. But she had this exercise that you did, where you checked off what your strengths were. And I just kind of felt like, oh my goodness, this is unholy. I shouldn't be doing this. But we should. Because we already know what our weaknesses are. And we're always praying that prayer, you know, Lord, Help me in my weakness. Or, you know, God's strength is made perfect in my weakness. Okay, so before I get too far into that, I wanted to do my personal update and my community update together. I'm talking about Christmas again. Okay, so 25 Days of Thriving Through Christmas is open. You can still join. You can still take the free e-course. But it got me thinking about my mother's strengths. My mother did not have a great beginning, and I won't go into that, but that because that is her story. But she had so many parenting strengths that I absorbed and put into practice myself. And a really good example of this is in the, I write about it in the introduction of 25 Days of Thriving Through Christmas, and I'm going to read it to you. This is about my mother. She stood at the stove in her pink and blue plaid robe, tied tightly at the waist, her dark pixie cut askew from the pillow. She leaned toward the teapot, willing for it to whistle. On the cutting board, cranberry orange bread waited to be sliced and toasted. We kids would lather the slices with butter and watch it seep into every crevice. Mom was always the first one up and the last one ready, thinking of everyone except herself. Her porcelain skin, dark hair, and full lips gave her an Audrey Hepburnish look, but her heart more resembled Mother Teresa. She served the poor in the same way she served her family, with every ounce of herself. As a teen, sometimes I wish she served the poor less and me more, but as an adult, 
I know serving the Lord was her true passion. She cared for the least of these because that is what he told her to do. She served him by caring for the broken, the outcast, because she had been broken and outcast. Mom understood the truth of the gospel that Jesus came for the lost to heal the brokenhearted. She passed her heart on to her children. She passed her traditions on too. At her insistence, we read the passages from Luke every Christmas morning, a tradition the Guire family continues to this day. There are so many Christmas seasons I hear an Amy Grant Christmas song and burst into tears. My mom has been gone for over 20 years. She's in heaven. And yet a sight, a sound, a feeling takes me back. I see her standing by the stove or holding a mug of hot water to keep her hands warm. I revisit Christmas memories again and again just to catch a glimpse of her and ponder the meaning of it all. Okay, so you wipe my eyes before we move on. That is a perfect, my mom's picture of her strengths. And we all have parenting strengths. So that leads right into what I want to talk about today. And I can just take that example from my own life and see the strengths that my mother had and the strengths that I employ in my parenting. The tradition, the serving. We, you know, serving is not very popular in the world anymore, unless you're getting a lot of accolades, you know? And you don't get a lot of accolades before getting up before all of the kids and mixing up and making cranberry orange bread or mixing up the pancake batter You know, you might get a smile from one of your kids, but we all know how it is. But so one of the strengths is service. Do you have that strength? Are you service-minded? Do you, you know, that talks about that in the five love languages. We all have a love language. And I think one of our strengths is our love language. So if you've never read that book before, I recommend it. There's even one for about your kids as well. So we do have strengths. And like I had said, we don't like to talk about those. We don't like to mention those. That's not being humble. That's being prideful. And I disagree because sometimes whatever strength that we have, God can use to help us in our weakness for one thing, and he uses it to bless our family. And if we recognize our strengths, just as we recognize our weaknesses, then we can parent more towards the side of our strengths. For example, I like organization. I've always had that bent towards keeping things organized. And that was a great tool that I was able to use and still use parenting seven children because I had schedules for things, I had calendars, and I could keep track of everything. Plus, I had chores assigned to the kids because I could just keep track of those things because organization was something that came to me naturally. 
So what is something that comes to you naturally? Maybe it's gardening. Maybe that's something that can connect you with your kids. Maybe it's um, like my brother and his wife, they were always really and still are still involved in Boy Scouts. And my sister-in-law, she's very, very great at organization. And so that was one of the things that connected them. They, they did that all together. So maybe it's you love to hike. You're just really outdoorsy. That's another one for me. You know, I like to take my kids outdoors. And, you know, you think about these in terms of how can I connect to my kids through my strengths? If this is my strength and every family, if you're thinking, well, what, I'm not any of those things. Every family should have a different flavor. You should have your own flavor. Nobody should be flavored exactly like you. You might find other people who are similar in their likes and dislikes, but you know, we call our house the Guireshire, and we are the Guires, and there are certain ways that we have done things, and a lot of that had to do with whatever my parenting strengths were, that's what I lean towards. So let's say, let's say you're a seamstress and you just love sewing. So you use that strength to teach your kids to make their dog clothes, teddy bear clothes, and you make it a fun activity of connection. Or maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know how to sew, so that's not, maybe I should try to sew. Maybe Maybe you should at least try, but if you think that it's not one of your strengths, then you don't have to push yourself into that mold. Some people, their strength is creativity. Some people, their strength is organization. Some people, their strength is, you know, like one of the people who filled out the survey said that she could tolerate a lot of noise. That is a strength, my friend. That was Rachel saying that you could tolerate, you know, if you can tolerate a lot of noise and you can do some noisy things and you can allow your kids to do some noisy things. And I guess maybe I was like that, you know, I'm like that too. I just didn't know it because I remember um, a friend, it was friends from college who were visiting and my boys at the time were just doing somersaults all over the place and trying to wrestle with a guy my husband's friend and doing all these things. And he looked at me and said, how do you handle all this? You're so calm. I was just like, this is normal. This is normal. So take some time. I'm going to encourage you today. Even if you're not the type of person who likes to get out a journal or a piece of paper, get your notes on your phone somewhere where you can see it and start thinking about this. You know, what are my strengths? What am I good at? Uh, my friend Kristen Taylor, she wrote a whole book about hospitality. Maybe you're good at hospitality. Maybe you're good at having um, Star Wars battles in the front yard, thinking of my son with their lightsabers. You know, maybe, um, maybe it's something you've never even thought about as a strength. Maybe it's something that you just need to think about. Are you more patient than others? Are you, do you have great endurance? Are you one of those people like my husband who can sleep for six hours and still go all day? That is a strength. That is a strength. 
And listen, just in, in case you're getting confused, a strength is not something that um, you earned or so, you know something that you just, maybe you did have to work on it, but it's something that comes natural to you. You don't even have to think about it. it you know, for instance, hospitality. If you are someone who is very hospitable and you like to have people in your home and you like to plan the menu or you need, like to, like I used to have a coffee in my home for moms before we moved here. And I just loved making the muffins or making the homemade donuts and making sure I had the coffee and the creamer that everybody liked and, and picking a topic to discuss and and going off on tangents, of course, and just the kids doing crafts with the kids. Maybe those are your strengths and you've never thought about them as strengths. And I think it's really important, especially if you listened to last week about the inner critic. If you have an inner critic always telling you you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you should do more, and you combat that with, you know, here are my strengths. I love to read, so I read aloud every day to my kiddos before they go to bed or in the afternoon before their nap or both. That is a strength. And if you apply my what does that look like 10 years from now philosophy, I will tell you what that looks like 10 years from now. It looks like you have poured so many stories into your child and you've connected with them by sitting with them and listening to their questions that that connection to literature and to you will never go away. My kids talk in literature. <laughs> in fact, on the Homeschooling 101, we have this, um, the, the other admins and I, we have this group chat. And it's my daughters and then my friend Lori and me. And they're all talking about Shakespeare last week. And for years, I hosted a Shakespeare book club for high schoolers. For several different ages of my kids all went through it. And so there's that connection. And that was a strength of mine that at the time I didn't think about the fact that I love hosting book clubs. I love reading. I love teaching kids the importance of Shakespeare and how it's relevant to today. I just did it. So maybe there's something right now that you're just doing and you can remind your inner critic, hey, you know, I'm doing this. This is one of my strengths. Or I, you know, I love doing home projects and my girls all love doing home projects now to an extent of their personality. They're not me. Some are better at it than me. And they peeled wallpaper with me. And while we peeled wallpaper in, out of our dining room in our old house to see who could get the biggest piece, and we had conversations and we connected with each other over and over again. So the key to this is finding out what your strength is, spending time thinking about it, watch yourself, watch what you do during the day. Watch what you would like to do. Think about what you would like to do. Then taking that strength and finding, it a, finding a way to make it part of your parenting to connect to your children. So I will just give one little word of warning about that. Your kids are not always going to want to do exactly 
what you want to do. And I, a personal example in my family is my husband loves to hunt and fish, but not all of my boys like to hunt and fish. And that's okay. So you don't want to pound it into your kids. So the key is finding that strength. You have more than one and finding a way to use that to connect with your kids. So thanks for joining me today and I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Positive Adoption. Make sure you subscribe on thewholehouse.org to receive your gift of five things, a tiny handbook for foster and adoptive families, and receive a monthly newsletter plus updates when new books or courses are released. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, Spotify, or YouTube and leave a review so others can find positive adoption and know the value of the show. You're welcome to send an email to me positiveadoption at gmail.com and follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Whole House and Twitter at Kath Guire. Thanks for listening to the show.